Good morning. My name is Mike, and I'm making this podcast to learn new things and to tell you about the Flex Deck. The Flex Deck is a multi-purpose deck of playing cards that lets you play dominoes, word games, and your traditional rummy or poker all in one convenient deck of playing cards. I hope you'll check us out at flexdeckplayingcards.com. Today I'm reading the Death Valley National Park article from Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia, and website to go to for the questions, not the answers. For the answers, I encourage you to support your local library. Geologic History The park has a diverse and complex geologic history. Since its formation, the area that comprises the park has experienced at least four major periods of extensive volcanism, three or four periods of major sedimentation, and several interviews of major tectonic deformation where the crust has been reshaped, two periods of glaciation, a series of ice ages, have also had effects on the area, although no glaciers ever existed in the ranges now in the park. Basement and Pahrump Group Little is known about the history of the oldest exposed rocks in the area due to extensive metamorphism, alteration of rock by heat and pressure. Radiometric dating gives an age of 1,700 million years for the metamorphism during the Protozoic. About 1,400 million years ago, a mass of granite, now in the Panamint Range, intruded this complex. Uplift later exposed these rocks to nearly 500 million years of erosion. The Protozoic sedimentary formations of the Parump group were deposited on these basement rocks. This occurred following uplift and erosion of any early sediments from the Protozoic basement rocks. The Parump is composed of Arcos conglomerate, quartz classed in the concrete-like matrix, and mudstone in its lower part, followed by dolomite from carbonate banks topped by algal mats as stromatolites, and finished with basin-filled sediment derived from above, including possible glacial fill from the hypothesized snowball earth glaciation. The very youngest rocks in the Parump group are basaltic lava flows. Rifting and Deposition A rift opened and subsequently flooded the region as part of the breakup of the supercontinent Rodinia in the Neoprotozoic by about 755 million years ago and the creation of the Pacific Ocean. A shoreline similar to the present Atlantic Ocean margin of the United States lay to the east. An algal mat covered carbonate bank was deposited, forming the noonday dolomite. Subsistence of the region occurred as the continental crust thinned and the newly formed Pacific widened, forming the Ibex Formation, an angular unconformity and uneven gap in the geologic record followed. A true ocean basin developed to the west, breaking all the earlier formations along a steep front. A wedge of clastic sediment then began to accumulate at the base of two underwater precipices, starting the formation of opposing continental shelves. Three formations developed from sediment 
that accumulated on the wedge. The region's first known fossils of complex life are found in the resulting formations. Notable among these are the Edicara fauna and trilobites, the evolution of the latter being part of the Cambrian explosion of life. The sandy mudflats gave way about 550 million years ago to a carbonate platform similar to the one around the present-day Bahamas, which lasted for the next 300 million years of Paleozoic time. Death Valley's position was then within 10 or 20 degrees of the Paleozoic equator. Thick beds of carbonate-rich sediments were periodically interrupted by periods of emergence. Although details of geography varied during this immense interval of time, a north-northeasterly trending coastline generally ran from Arizona up through Utah. The resulting eight formations and one group are 20,000 feet or 6 kilometers thick and underlie much of the Cottonwood, Funeral, Grapevine, and Panamint ranges. Compression and Uplift In the early to mid-Mesozoic, the western edge of the North American continent was pushed against the oceanic plate under the Pacific Ocean, creating a subduction zone. A subduction zone is a type of contact between different crustal plates where heavier crust slides below lighter crust. Erupting volcanoes and uplifting mountains were created as a result, and the coastline was pushed to the west. The Sierra Arc started to form to the northwest from heat and pressure generated from subduction, and compressive forces caused thrust faults to develop. A long period of uplift and erosion was concurrent with and followed the above events, creating a major unconformity, which is a large gap in the geologic record. Sediments worn off the Death Valley region were carried both east and west by wind and water. No Jurassic to Eocene age sedimentary formations exist in the area, except for some possibly Jurassic age volcanic rocks. Erosion over many millions of years created a relatively featureless plain. 35 million years ago, sluggish streams migrated laterally over its surface. Several other similar formations were also laid down. Stretching and lakes, basin and range associated stretching of large parts of crust below southwestern United States and northwestern Mexico started around 16 million years ago and the region is still spreading. This stretching began to affect the Death and Panamint Valleys area by 3 million years ago. Before this, rocks now in the Panamint Range were on top of rocks that would become the Black Mountains and the Cottonwood Mountains. Lateral and vertical transport of these blocks was accomplished by movement on normal faults. Right lateral movement along strike-slip faults that run parallel to and at the base of the ranges also helped to develop the area. Torsinal forces probably associated with northwesterly movement of the Pacific Plate along the San Andreas Fault west of the region is responsible for the lateral movement. Igneous activity associated with this stretching 
occurred from 12 million to 4 million years ago. Sedimentation is concentrated in valleys or basins from material eroded from adjacent ranges. The amount of sediment deposits has roughly kept up with this subsistence, resulting in retention of more or less the same valley floor elevation over time. Pleistocene ice ages started 2 million years ago and melt from alpine glaciers on the nearby Sierra Nevada mountains fed a series of lakes that filled death and panamint valleys and surrounding basins. The lake that filled Death Valley was the last of a chain of lakes fed by the Amagrosa and Mojave rivers and possibly also the Owens River. The large lake that covered much of Death Valley's floor, which geologists call Lake Manly, started to dry up 10,500 years ago. Salt pans and playas were created as ice age glaciers retreated, thus drastically reducing the lake's water source. Only faint shorelines are left. Well, that'll make this that for now. Again, this is Mike with Flexdeck. PlayingCards.com. As always, thank you for listening. My apologies for any mistakes or mispronunciations that I may have made. The words are not my own. This is just a reading of Wikipedia. I hope you have a great day. Thanks again.